to the Salted Carmel Podcast from Our Lady of Mount Carmel Catholic Parish in Carmel, Indiana. Jesus asked us to go make disciples. So we are using this podcast as a way to help people feel more comfortable in sharing their faith stories with others to help make more disciples. I'm Jody Curtis, a parishioner at the parish, and with me is my joyful co-host, David Cook, the stewardship director at the parish. David, who's our guest today? Hello. I am joyful. I'm not mad at all. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have anything witty for that. Our guest today is Archana Bailey. Archana, how are you doing? Thank you for joining us. I'm doing great. Enjoying yeah. the good weather. Thanks Amen. for having me. Right. You want to tell us a few things about yourself and about sure. your involvement with the parish and how we just rope you into everything? Sounds great. Yeah. Um, I am married to Tim Bailey. We've been married for almost 12 years. Um, we have four boys, ages, well, I'm not even going with ages. Let's uh, go with grades because go. like that's easier to take, keep track of. Fourth grade, second grade, and kindergarten at Our Lady of Mount Carmel. And a little uh, two-year-old who's in preschool. And um, let's see, we've been parishioners for almost nine years, which is how long I've been Catholic. Wow. Yep. Um, and I'm on the school council board. And um, what else? Oh, we started a marketing committee. Uh, I got roped into that, yeah. too. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, so, so before yeah. before nine years ago, what were you? I was actually sick, which is S-I-K-H. Oh, I was really confused. I'm glad you explained yeah. that. Yes. Yep. Yep. Okay. Um, it is a religion from northern in- India, like yeah. the Punjab region. I always thought it was pronounced Sikh. Yes, a lot of people do think that. Okay. But it's actually sick. Interesting. Yes. Mm -hmm. I think we're going to have a good story here. I think so, too. (laughs) So so tell us about your conversion and what happened. Sure. Sure. Um, Wait, what was it like being Mm -hmm. sick Mm -hmm. all the time? (laughs) (laughs) It was very nice, too. It was nice. It was a little bit confusing, but it was nice. That's how I would describe it. I'm sure a lot of people don't know about it. Yeah. 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 It, um, well... My parents are immigrants, and um, they moved here in the late 70s and had me and my brother, and there weren't a lot of Indians in Indianapolis when we Mm -hmm. finally moved here, which was late 80s. No, mid 80s. And um, so we would go to a temple, a little Sikh temple at the Indian Community Center in Indianapolis, and, and yeah, it was... It was something that was nice to like build a community with, mm-hmm. with the very few people that were here. Um, but I never really understood what was going on. Like I would sit in these services and listen, and I didn't really understand any of it because mm-hmm. it was spoken in another language. And it's, oh. you know, kind of like when you read, you know, Old Testament stuff and you really have to think about what you're reading. Mm-hmm. It's like that for my parents, you know, when they read whatever um, the book from which the sick faith is born from. But um, so they always kind of struggled with explaining things to me. And I kept asking mm-hmm. questions. Well, what's this? Well, what's that? And what happens, you know, after we die? And mm-hmm. kind of never really got the answers that I was looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, but my parents, you know, they modeled faith and stewardship and generosity and kindness and empathy and everything every day, always. So I, I was very blessed to have two parents that were 
just so such stand up people in every way Um, and for the community and for their family. And um, so, yeah, so that's kind of what it was like. And um, similar to the Catholic mass, um, a sick service follows the same order of events, Hmm. no matter where you are in the world, it'll always be the same. So Hmm. I, I remember I went to the UK um, when I was studying abroad and I like went, popped into a temple and I knew what to do because I grew up doing that. So when I went to mass for the first time, I really sort of resonated yeah, yeah, with that little tidbit because it just followed. I like the rituals of it, Mm -hmm. you know, it just, um, it feels right for me. So, yeah. So that was kind of like my history, but um, I went to Purdue. There you go. Yeah, which uh-huh. that's the next step. Let's go there. Let's jump ahead <laughs> 20 years. Um, and I went to Purdue and um, and I actually studied abroad in Italy. So nice. I went to go visit St. Peter's Basilica, uh-huh. which was beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I remember like at one point, like walking in and seeing people kneeling in this one room. And, and I am imagining now that that's probably their adoration. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know then. But the I time, just, wow. yeah, I just remember looking in there and being like, "Gosh, everyone's so reverent," and I loved it. It just felt good, you mm-hmm. know. And um, and when I went to my temple, it was the same way. You cover your women cover their head, actually mm-hmm. men too. You know, you, it's it's very respectful and reverent. Also, wow. um, so I really, I I just loved everything about the history of of the faith and. Um, and it just always felt really comfortable, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, and then I, um, after Purdue, I worked and I met my husband, Tim. Did you feel like you learned about the history of the faith from Italy or from Purdue? Well, or? no, probably I would say Italy, just okay. being immersed in in that culture. Yeah, yeah. Because there's gotcha. so much faith woven into everyday life of mm-hmm. Italians. It's, it's beautiful. Yeah. I just loved it. Um, but yeah, so we, um, I met my husband after Purdue and I was working and, um, and he's this, you know, sweet Catholic boy, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, that just has been, um, you know, cradle Catholic went to IHM his whole life and Mm -hmm. then, or, and then Chittard and IU and, um, and it was just kind of cool how our paths crossed and we met each other and, um, he kind of opened my eyes up more to the faith. Hmm. Not that he was like on fire on. Yeah. He wasn't yeah. on fire and he will call himself a creaster. He was like, I was a creaster. <laughs> I know I was, <laughs> but, um, but he lived the faith in his life and hmm. his family. And, and it just, it just, again, further opened the door to me. Hmm. Yeah. So it seemed like you're already like nailing a lot of similarities, which I didn't know about, but you know, your parents were very, practice great stewardship, great reverence, great generosity, all this stuff. And then all of a sudden you go Italy and the great reverence, what's going on and then the ritual of it. And so now it seems like the, all the little seeds were just planted to kind of get you through the door. Oh yeah. So, so what happened after that? So then I know it gets even better. (laughs) So so this sweet Catholic boy proposes to me Uh and, um, and I joyfully say yes. And that, that was a fun little proposal too for another podcast. Of course, of course. Too long. Yeah. Too long. Yeah. And so, um, we are wedding prepping and decide, okay, well, 
getting married in the church is very important to Tim and to his family. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, that's great that let's just do that. And then part of me was like, wait, am I going to miss having the Indian wedding too? And seeing Uh. that. So, um, so yeah, so we kept kind of going back and forth with everything and, um, decided to kind of do some fun traditions of Indian, of the Indian culture, but then also have our Catholic wedding. And that was our day that we will celebrate for our, our lives and everything. And, um, but we had to go to India to buy clothes because this is, you know, 12, 13 years ago. You couldn't, uh-huh. the online shopping options weren't great. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so we planned our trip and okay, let's go shopping. Tim's coming. Wow. He's going to see India. Like if yeah. this is his last chance to back out, does he really want to be a part of this? You know? <laughs> yeah, nice. Um, so we were packing, getting ready to go. And his grandma was at Little Sisters of the Poor mm. And she got pretty sick and ended up passing away the day before we left, which was really sad. Mm -hmm. Um, But, but we were like, okay, you know, what should we do? And I I told Tim, I said, you don't have to come. And he was like, no, I'm, I'm coming still, Mm. you know, it's my grandma would want me to go. And, you know, she was sick for a while. And um, so we ended up going, we came back and we saw Tim's family and his mom gave me a prayer card and, um, it was Mar- Mary on the front and on the back was a memorare. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh, cool. Thank you. You know? And I just kind of tucked it into my cup holder of my car. And the next day I get up and I'm getting ready to go to work and I see the, the card in my cup holder. And I, and I'm like, you know what? I'm, I'm just going to pray this. What do I have to lose? Mm-hmm. Let's just see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. So I just started doing that. So every day in the morning before I pull out, of the garage, I would just pray the memorari. Wow. What yeah. a beautiful habit to start. Yeah. I thought yeah. it'd be like once and then something happened. Yeah. But yeah. no, it's just. Well, no, I just stuck with it. Yeah. I was like, you know what? What am I losing? Nothing. Right. Let's yeah. just see what happens. Was there, yeah, I was going to say, was there any, like, did it fill you with peace or did it, like give you a hope for the day or? I think so. I think that it kind of, it was that moment of like, let me just be still mm. and just be here right now and breathe and pray and mm-hmm. And it kind of just felt meditative, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. and then just took me on my way. And I should mention one other thing about, because there's a tie to Mary. She like pops in in so many ways. Mm-hmm. Um, when Tim and I were dating, he had me over for dinner at his apartment. Mm-hmm. And I'm like looking around just pictures and he had this card and it was from his mom. It was just like a thinking of, I'm thinking of you kind of card. Mm-hmm. And on the inside, she said, like, you know, I love you. Love mom. Mm-hmm. P.S. Mary's got your back. And I was like, that is the funniest thing ever. I've never heard anybody say that. (laughs) And I loved it. And I was like, oh, my gosh. I And so we'd always just be like, Mary's got your back. It's okay. You know, don't worry. That was like our Uh thing. And then so then praying the memorari, I was like, oh, my gosh. Mary has my back. Uh She's like popping in in all these different ways, just leading me to her son. Uh So, um, so yeah. So, um. I ended up, um, or well, we're married and we got married and the memorari is just sort of part of my daily routine now, mm-hmm. just praying it every morning. Um, and then Tim and I were blessed with a little baby boy. Um, when was it? I guess it was like 15 months after we got married. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I'm just like looking at this little baby and I'm like, gosh, this is so cool. Like to be a mom, you know, uh-huh. I just always felt that calling and it just, it, it was so awesome to finally be there. Well, then, um, 
you know, four months later, we're like, okay, we should probably get him baptized because we did get married in the Catholic church yeah, yeah. and we made that promise. Exactly. I don't break my promises. <laughs> I'm going to do it. Nice. So we get him baptized and, um, and Tim and I are just talking, you know, a couple of days later about the faith and the baptism and how beautiful it was. Mm-hmm. And, um, we were like, you know, there's so much tradition and so much goodness and we need to figure out what we're going to rate, how we're going to raise our children. I know we've mm-hmm. baptized them, but we need to figure this out. Mm-hmm. And he, here's this guy, the sweet Catholic boy, Creaster, mm-hmm. that was like, hey, I'm going to marry this Indian girl who has <laughs> yeah. never even had Jesus in her life ever. Yeah. Uh-huh. And maybe she'll show me something new. But what ended up, what ended up happening was he showed me something new. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I just feel called to to take this the next step. Uh-huh. So I signed up for RCIA, like, because that happened in the summer. So I think RCIA starts like in September mm-hmm. or something or August, yeah. right around there, fall. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to go and see how this is. Mm-hmm. And it was wonderful. Mm-hmm. And it was really cool to come home. I'd come home and be like, oh my gosh, Tim. Did you know? <laughs> and I just say these things to him and he'd be like, uh-huh. no, I didn't. Yeah, because, yeah. You know, he had 12 years of Catholic schooling, but exactly. didn't know yeah. because it never resonated. It uh-huh. does when you're a mom and, yeah, you yeah. know, when you're married now mm-hmm. and things just feel different when you yeah. hear them differently. But um, now, did you have some challenges along the way with, with maybe with your family, but also even within you, maybe about some things you had been taught? when sure. you were younger that were very different now yeah, or yeah. how yeah, did that yeah. play out? Like internal you? conflicts. Kind yeah. Of. Yeah. I, um, well, externally, not at all. My parents were so supportive of whatever I wanted to do. Nice. You know, I think that if somebody wants to dig deeper into their faith, that's just a beautiful thing. Period. Mm-hmm. End. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So, um, they were really okay with everything. Um, and internally though, a little bit because I now am understanding the life of Jesus where before God was sort of this like overarching power presence that has Mm -hmm. led me to different things. And here I am now learning about his son. Mm -hmm. So yeah, there was a little bit of a learning curve in that way. Mm -hmm. It was drastically more personal. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it actually, I liked, I like having that more human connection mm. now. And not only that, he's giving you his mom, you know. Oh. <laughs> oh, my gosh, his mom. I can't even. Right? I, I call her. Another so the podcast. Blessed Virgin Mary, we call her the BVM. We're like, BVM, <laughs> we'll do this and that. Uh-huh. Like, So, yeah, we're like very tight. Oh, oh yeah. I love yeah. that. I haven't heard that. Either. I haven't heard <laughs> that. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That is We awesome. have fun with that. But, um, yeah, that's our, like. Mary is just such a big presence in our lives, and nice. she led me. I know mm-hmm. it's her. It's the prayer. It was praying the memory that mm-hmm. brought me to the faith. Yeah. yeah. That's I awesome. That. That's definitely the what was planted yes, along the way. Yes, for sure. It's, go for it. How do you model your faith in your home now? Well, now it's really like basically what me and Tim want to do is we want to show our children how having the— how having faith in your heart, 
and on your lips and on your mind every day can change your life. Mm-hmm. And so we, any time there's an instance where the kids are a little bit anxious, you can tell we go right to prayer. Mm-hmm. Let's just take a second. Let's stop nice. and go to prayer. Be still and know. Let's just sit and oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So we yeah. do like we try to take moments like that and um and also just you know it's hard to take four boys to mass. That's yeah. not easy. <laughs> uh-huh. You know. And every we have never still we can't find our rhythm with that. I'll mm-hmm. be completely honest. It's hard. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times we end up going to a different parish because that that parish has this mass time and yeah. just works for us. Yeah. yeah. And it's kind of nice to see what's, you know, going yeah. on in other parishes. Nothing yeah. wrong with that. Yeah. 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 But except um, you're kicked out. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. Except you're done. Yeah. See ya. <laughs> you like it there yeah. so much. Well, yeah. Gotcha. You like their mass times better. <laughs> see ya. We don't need you anymore. Yeah, we're not very yeah. forgiving. <laughs> yeah. And we can have Tim on later to hear his story, but I am curious if your conversion deepened his faith. That's what well I was going to ask. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't want to answer for him, yeah. but I would imagine yes. Yeah. Because um, I signed him up for Chirp <laughs> right away. Uh-huh. I mean, right. I think it was when... Brennan, our oldest, was in kindergarten. I was like, hey, um, so I signed you up for Chirp. I hope that's okay. And he was like, uh, I guess. Yeah. So, but he loved it. And he ended up doing Exodus 90 on mm. his own accord, you wow. know. And so I think so. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's nice. And that's kind of the joy of sending our kids to Our Lady of Mount Carmel, too, mm-hmm. is that the families that we hang out with, everyone's on the same page. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In every way, pretty much. Yeah. And, um, and it's just really nice because it reinforces what we believe in mm-hmm. every aspect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very nice. That's super nice. Well, the Lord has given everybody different gifts to help evangelize. And yours is definitely talking in your story, which is amazing. So we're glad to share yeah. it. But do you think of any other uh, gifts you might specifically have to help you evangelize? Um, yeah, talking and then human connection. Like mm-hmm. this has been the hardest part of the pandemic is not yeah. being around people mm-hmm. and just talking. And um, and I think that that would probably be my other biggest gift from God is being able to meet people where they are and just relate nice. and um, and see their joy and their struggles and whatever is going mm-hmm. on. I just want to be there with them. It's it, My superpower is empathy. It like... <sighs> drives me but it also kills me in certain ways i'm like oh my gosh this is you know but um but yeah i just i think that those are some really big gifts from god and and it's it's really really a big blessing to Mm -hmm. have those come so easily to you yeah you know yeah it's hard for some people that's for sure right yeah right Archana, how are you becoming a better disciple or you know what we like to say how are you staying salty in your faith Hmm. I, I love that question because I think that, you know, every day it feels a little bit different about how I really try to incorporate faith into my life because, you know, every day is just different, Mm -hmm. everything that happens. Um, but I love to start with gratitude. So in the morning, just right away, thank you. Thank Mm -hmm. you, God. Another day. 
you know, Mm -hmm. and then always just incorporating gratitude into everything I do. And I want it to like seep out of my pores. Mm -hmm. You know, I want when I come into a room, I want Jody and I want David to be like, I'm so glad Archana is here. You know, she's just we are. (laughs) (laughs) I hope so. I hope Uh, you guys aren't regretting this, but um, no, no, but I, I do. I just want to I anybody that I meet, I want them to be like, Mm -hmm. gosh, the the joy and love of God is, is coming out of that woman. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I love it. And I want to know, what are you doing, Archana? What's, what's going on with you? Well, you know what? I just have faith. Uh-huh. That's what it is. Uh-huh. Yeah. And Mary's Beautiful. got my back. And Mary's got my back. BDM. She's had my back. She's yeah. always BDM. there. Yeah. The BDM. She shows up exactly. every day. Here's my key. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. That is awesome. Well, that's a great uh, call to action. I like what you said is being grateful every morning. Oh. Finding something you're grateful for. Mm-hmm. Grateful no matter what. Right. 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 <laughs> that's right. I love that. Exactly. That like is one of my favorite sayings. It just... It's true. No matter what, you can find the joy in every situation, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in a pandemic, yep. in anything. There's like joy everywhere. And yep. and I love it. And I and I understand there's pain, too. I don't want to like. I don't know if there is. Do you Have you ever experienced pain? <sighs> I'm being sarcastic. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was, I was like, David, what kind of life about that? Yeah. I know. I kind Literally, of, you know. Literally being sarcastic. <laughs> and you did not <laughs> I'm like, well, right, right. Yes. Okay. Yes. So we don't want to like erase that, that exists Mm -hmm. and be there with that. But let's find, let's, let's use this and grow. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I think that's a good call to action of gratitude. I like it. We always do gratitude, but I love it anyway. So, all right. So this week's call to action is actually to pray every day. If you want, Please pray to Mother Mary because BVM has your back. Mm -hmm. And the Memorari is an amazing prayer, very short, and it's really quick. So we are going to end this podcast with a prayer uh, in the name of Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear Mother, please continue to have our back. Please continue to lead others to your son. Thank you so much for Archana's faith and for planting seeds in her life to bring her to you and to bring her to your son. We ask this all in your name as we pray. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thy intercession was left unaided. Inspired with this confidence, we fly into thee, O Virgin of virgins, our mother. To thee we come, before thee we stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not our petitions, but in thy mercy, hear and answer us. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. This is so much fun. That was great. (laughs) And for our listeners, stay salty.